Cause I am changing Every single move you're making Sense of analyzed predictions Far beyond the comprehension I've been tortured with arriving Thoughts that stop a star from shining Kill me now before I'm sober So I die before it's over Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Men in Tights podcast. This one I'm going to be showing my predictions for WWE Fastlane happening this Saturday. As I'm recording this, I'm, it is Wednesday night going into Thursday. This will be up on Friday morning. So tomorrow will be Fastlane as you are watching or listening to this. And yeah, let's get right to it. We, As of right now, we have five matches officially scheduled for the show, and if any are added between this recording and when this goes up, uh, yeah, I guess I'll just comment on the video and share my thoughts there. But as of right now, we have five matches. The first matchup that is on here, we have a tag team match for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship Judgment Day defending against Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso. And this, of course, being uh, they've been building up for the past month. The story between uh, Jay Uso and the Judgment Day and Cody's history with Judgment Day has been off and on throughout the summer. So this is just another pit stop on the story for Cody and Judgment Day. And Jay Uso being a new uh, ingredient in the in this one. And obviously, this is going to be a good, entertaining match. Everyone involved is phenomenal athlete. I'm a fan of all of them. Cody, Jay, Damian Priest, Finn Balor, all of them. Great athletes, great wrestlers, and know how to tell a good story in the ring. And where they're going to go from here, I don't think that Judgment Day are going to lose the titles just yet. I think they're going to build on the story a little bit more because we also got the Saudi show at the, I believe it's the first weekend of November. And we got Survivor Series coming up as well. And I'm, the way they've been building up, I'm thinking Survivor Series are going to do another War Games match. And it's going to be Judgment Day and maybe a fifth partner against Cody, Jay, KO, Sami Zayn, and maybe Drew McIntyre, depending on what they do with him between now and then. So... I I believe that's what's the story that they're building up to, uh, unless they want to swerve us and throw in, you know, if the rumors are to be true, CM Punk returning and being a partner for this one, which I'd be all for that. That'd be really a really good one, especially since they're going to be in Chicago, uh, which is just funny because yeah, all AEW's All Out was in Chicago, Bound for Glory's uh, Impact Wrestling's Bound for Glory. They're going to be in Chicago later this month as well. <clears throat> And then WWE has Survivor Series in Chicago. So the big three uh, wrestling promotions in the United States all have their shows in Chicago to close out the year, which is pretty cool. Although uh, AEW, they just had Wrestle Dream this past Sunday, and then they also have a uh, full gear coming up in November. So not exactly closing out the year for like that, but you know what I mean. Anyways, um, as I said, I think Judgment Day, they're not going to lose the titles here. They're going to retain, but it's still going to be a very good, entertaining match, and it's going to tell a great story. Now, we also have a six-man tag match. Uh, the LWO, Rey Mysterio, Santos, Escobar, and either Joaquin Wilder or Cruz del Toro, I'm not sure which one yet, be taking on Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. 
not 100% clear on what the story is for this match as I have been working the last few Friday nights so I have not been able to keep up with SmackDown and what's been going on there beyond the main stories that have been going on there with uh, Bloodline and John Cena and all that. So I'm not 100% clear on why the match is happening but I'm looking forward to it anyway. So yeah, this is going to be a fun, entertaining match. They're doing a good job of building up the this new alliance of Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits to make them a dominant faction on on the SmackDown brand, and of course LWO they've been doing a great job since WrestleMania uh, when Ray had them form on that SmackDown before WrestleMania, and they've been doing very very well since then, you know, being in a very in a premier spots on SmackDown with Ray being the United States Champion, Zelina Vega having her shot at the Women's Championship at Backlash a few months ago, and of course another one is going to be an entertaining match, going to tell wonderful stories in here, going to be lots of fast-paced, hard-hitting, high-flying action for sure, but I think it's going to be Street Profits and Bobby Lashley to come out on top for this one, and where they're going to go from here, I do not know, cannot say for sure, uh, but I'm excited to see where it goes from there and then this brings us to the wwe women's championship another triple threat match for the women's championship with uh, charlotte flair and oscar taking on reigning champion eo sky and i hope eo sky will retain i want her to have a good lengthy meaningful reign um but at the same time i think charlotte flair is going to get it and they're going to build up to her defending it again at wrestlemania uh, next year, um, whoever that's going to be, maybe it will be against uh, Jade Cargill. We don't know. I mean, there is rumors of Jade Cargill that she's going to pop up at Fastlane and be part of the and uh, acknowledge herself as the Raw brand. I mean, she did tweet out you know, about who was her going to be her first victim with the hashtag WWE Raw. Um, but hey, she might pop up on SmackDown this week. Who knows? And again, the rumor of her popping up at Fastlane as well, which great way to. Showcase your newest acquisition to the brand, and it's a great way to showcase her as the superstar that we know Triple H is going to want to present her as. Because, you know, and I know I'm, you know, I'm not even talking about the match that's supposed to be, but she's she's going to be a star. I mean, she was already a star in AEW, she's going to be a superstar in WWE, and maybe she'll get involved in this match and potentially start something with Charlotte Flair. Who knows? Uh, that is something I would love to see. Um, I remember when I was on the Uber drive going to my when I went to Raw earlier this year, the, the driver who happened to be a wrestling fan as well, which was just pretty cool for that, got into the conversation talking about uh, Jade Cargill and Charlotte Flair having, having, fighting as like a dream match for him. And you know what? I would love to see that as well. Um, now, again, I want EO to retain the championship and continue to build that story for her. And damage control, but I think Charlotte Flair is going to win this one and become, would she be a 5th, 14th, or 15th time women's champion? I think 15. Uh, I don't know, I've lost count early. Um, but it's going to be a great match. I mean, the Charlotte Flair in women's championship triple threat matches, she always shines. And I mean, the WrestleMania 35 triple threat women's championship match. Could have and should have been much better in my opinion, but I think part of it is also people were so tired and drained out from such a long WrestleMania. Um, but yeah, 
still, it's going to be a great match. EO was phenomenal. Asuka was phenomenal. Charlotte Flair is the gold standard of women in WWE. She is my favorite women's wrestler in WWE. And Surefire Hall of Famer, for sure. Um, and I do predict that she will win and add on to her legacy as women's champion. And this takes us to another tag match. We have the Bloodline, Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa. Uh, taking on John Cena and L.A. Knight. Uh, originally, uh, it was going to be him and AJ Styles, but I think, I don't know if it's a legit injury AJ has or if it's a kayfabe injury to take him off TV for a little bit. And then L.A. Knight is filling in that spot, which I love that they're continuing to build L.A. Knight uh, this way, putting him in the ring with a future Hall of Famer, John Cena, and in a match involving the top team or top group in WWE for the last three years, the bloodline, and where this goes from here, where this takes John Cena going forward, uh, because, you know, the SAG-AFTRA strike is still going on, but maybe ending soon, so as soon as that is done, he'll be jumping back into filmmaking and getting his stuff going on, because there's season two of Peacemaker that's still in development and who knows how many movies that he's had to put on hold because of the strike and but who knows i mean i've been enjoying having john cena back i i am a john cena fan have been a fan of his since his debut in 2002 and i won't say that he is the goat but he is definitely one of the greatest in wwe history not necessarily in the as a you know athletic side of it but you know He's had a lot of amazing matches, been involved in a lot of amazing storylines, created a lot of amazing moments. He, in being the face of the company for nearly 20 years, you know, there will never be another John Cena. So, and then, but LA Knight, he's been on the rise this year, and, you know, fans just organically just, you know, being hot for him, and rightfully so. He's, again, someone that I've been a fan of for quite a while, didn't really care too much for about him. When he was in TNA, but then when I saw more of him in Championship Wrestling and Hot from Hollywood, and then and and on when he was still with NWA for a little while, that's when I grew to appreciate him a little bit more uh, for his character, his personality, his in-ring work, and you know now he's one of the top stars in the company, and they're going to continue to build him up. He's going to be being a featured spot at WrestleMania 40 for sure. Um, what that looks like, we shall see. Uh, but for this one, depending on where they're going to go with the story uh, with involving the bloodline, I say Cena and LA Knight to come out on top here. Unless there's going to be some shenanigans involving Paul Heyman and the members of the bloodline. But as of right now, I'm predicting Cena and LA Knight to come out on top here. Which brings us to what will for sure be the main event. The last man standing, World Heavyweight Championship, Seth Freakin' Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And... This is going to be another another awesome match from Shinsuke and Rollins, two of the best in WWE, two of the best on the Raw brand, and I would love so much for Shinsuke to win this and be the first Japanese-born world champion in WWE history, and because there's never been a Japanese-born world champion, in, of the men at least. Plenty of Japanese women who have been women's champion, but no, none of the, you know, we've had cruiserweight champions and U.S. champions of, you know, Japanese or Asian descent, um, but never a world champion. 
un, I mean, officially recognized at least, because there's the unrecognized wins, I think, from Antonio Inoki, but yeah. Um, as far as officially recognized, never been uh, a Japanese or Asian world champion in WWE history. And I would love it to be Shinsuke because he's another one that they've been building him up so well this year uh, since his match with um, Great Muda earlier in the year, part of his farewell tour and retirement tour. And, but I think they're going to continue to give Rollins this reign and keep him going all the way until maybe WrestleMania, um, which is, again, another potential rumored, if you want to believe the rumor in innuendo, um, uh, him potentially maybe fighting a CM Punk or a Gunther for WrestleMania for the world title. <clears throat> I would be fine with that either way. Um, but for this match and right here, I would love for it to be Shinsuke winning and then they can give it back to Rollins at the next show. Um, where whatever is the Saudi show, I think it's going to be Crown Jewel, or maybe even all the way to Survivor Series. But I am going to predict that Rollins will retain once again. Um, but I would love so much for Shinsuke to win this. But honestly, either way, I'm going to be entertained by this match for sure. Because they had a great match at Payback last month. Um, this one's definitely going to be a potential show stealer as well. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of the Men in Tights podcast. I hope you all enjoyed watching and listening to me ramble on for the last uh, 13 minutes <laughs> about this. And uh, uh, if you have some extra time to kill, you can check out my review for Alan Wake. I actually just finished recording it a few minutes ago and it's going to go up uh, as a, it'll be up on Thursday, which will be yesterday as from when this one will be, will be uploaded. Uh, you can also check out my uh, episode 148, where I talked about whether I believe we're living in the greatest era of professional wrestling, which, spoiler alert, I believe we are. Um, check that out. Share your thoughts and opinions on that subject. And uh, yeah, thank you all so much for watching, for listening, for subscribing. And if you're not subscribed, please do so. YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcast. Uh, all the links in the link tree down there. You can check it out. Click there. You'll see the list of all the uh, locations and platforms that you'll be able to find the Menatites podcast. And uh, you can also support me financially on the Menatites podcast store, purchasing some of the designs that I have on there. I'm still working on some new stuff that I want to upload on there and be able to provide for you wonderful, wonderful people who have been subscribed to this podcast this channel of supporting me on here for the last five years i truly am genuinely appreciative and grateful for that and if you'd like to get in touch with me you can do so either by commenting on the youtube video for this or you can reach out to me on my facebook page the Menatites podcast facebook um and if you'd like to check out some of my writing you can do so on the Menatites podcast blog um i have my part one and two discussions about the last of us i have stuff about wrestling on there as well and uh working on a part three to my last of us uh, series as well as some movie reviews that i'm going to try to write out and get posted on there and uh yeah this has been the minutes podcast thank you all so much for your support for watching for listening for liking for subscribing love and appreciate every single one of you who do i truly and genuinely do i know i say that 
on every video, on every show, every podcast, like I'm reciting it from a script, but no, I am just saying that from my head, from my heart, because I truly and genuinely mean that. And uh, this has been the Manitized Podcast. I am Julian, and I will see all of you on the next one. Bye-bye.